Could you leave our listeners with one invitation to play at work? So remember Goodwill Hunting? Mm-hmm. Matt Damon's a genius, and at the and basically he could have any job he wants. And at the end of the movie, he's literally sitting at a construction site with Ben Affleck's character, who's not a genius, and is going to probably work construction the rest of his life. And, you know, Ben's like, hey, when are you going to take one of these high-paying jobs? And Matt's like, I'm not. You know, I'm going to work construction. You know, we're going to raise our kids at, you know, watch them play baseball at Foley Field. And that's just what we're going to do. Yeah. And Ben turns to him and he goes, you know, I don't don't want you to get mad at me if you're here. But if I see you here in 20 years, I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm literally going to kill you. And Matt's like, what, what, what are you talking about? What, I owe it to myself because I have this skill? And he's like, no, you don't owe it to yourself. You owe it to me. Mm-hmm. And you owe it to everyone else at this at this site because any of us would give anything to have what you have. You're you're literally sitting on a winning lottery ticket and you're too scared to cash that in. Mm-hmm. And my challenge to everyone listening is like, you're sitting on a winning lottery ticket. There's something unique about you that when you play in your way, whether at work or outside of work, it frees up this magic that can actually give permission for other people to do stuff, right? And Howard Thurman talks about it all the time. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive because what the world needs is more people to come alive. So what is that thing that makes you come alive? Because when you cash in on that winning lottery ticket, you help give other people permission and the bravery to also do that as well. And that's the impact you can have at work when you're willing to play and when you're willing to allow yourself to get bored to find what that nerve-sided idea is. Because you're not just doing it for you, you're doing it for everyone that you impact, you know, for the rest of your life. Welcome to Lead with a Dash of Play. Here we talk about the how and why of reclaiming playfulness as adults in order to build more connected, innovative, and human-centered workspaces. Isn't that what leadership is all about? I'm your host, Mary Hendron. After hosting two seasons of amazing guests and talking with many people about play and work on LinkedIn, at gatherings, and in daily conversations, one of the things I regularly get requests for is how to get started. So join me every week this month for a summer session, so to speak, a mini season of four episodes that is an invitation to play. The voice you heard at the beginning was Jeff Harry from season two. Jeff grounds us in why. Play helps us be authentic. Play actually helps us to be seen more truly by others. Play lets us discover new ideas, new perspectives, new connections. Play lets us see others in new light and show up with full presence. So let's do it. We'll start with Van Lydumon from season two. The next time you're at your desk and you're taking a break, I love to share this idea. Like when you're taking a break, 
rather than scrolling through Instagram or whatever you're gonna scroll through, find five items at your desk and give yourself a challenge. You know, build something that can move, build something that can help you get through the rest of your day, whatever the challenge is, and, and then take those five items and build something. Oh, I love that idea. Simple, easy to bring into a break, turns your brain away while still engaging. Knowing that's so helpful, Neil Doshi reminded us to give that space to others. It's very easy for managers to solve every problem for their team. <laughs> what you would much rather do, you could do it today, is don't do that. Instead, frame the problem. Share the team. Okay, here's a problem to solve. I'd like to get everyone's ideas for that and use their team's ideas to solve them, especially the easy ones. Yeah. Like the funny thing is the easy problems are the ones that managers actually first solve on behalf of their teams. Like mm -hmm. if you're giving your team a task, what that means is you've solved the easy problem for them. Yeah. But then you've wasted the opportunity for them to have a useful idea. Yeah. And so that's the thing I recommend right now. Like go back to your teams, get out of task management, get out of that mindset. Instead, frame a problem, gather ideas, and have your colleagues solve it themselves. My final guest of season two, Mike Ganino, shared this recommendation. The first thing of being a playful storyteller really is about learning to see. It's really about learning to see. People all the time say, I don't have any stories. I don't have any stories but you literally are experiencing thing and making sense of them every day, which is a story. Mm -hmm. And so part of our challenge is learning to see differently. Mm -hmm. So my invitation would be to think about today and say, what was, what is a story that I experienced today? What is something I saw and I had a point of view or perspective on? Um, and that's really where you start because this isn't about yeah. story worthy things happening to you. It's yeah. about you being willing to see the story things that you're involved in every day. Inspired to bring more play into your summer? Here's Gary Ware with a suggestion. Think about maybe a time when you can use a play break, if you will. And it's hard to just go and do it, you know, because again, we have our normal routines and stuff like that. And so the easiest way I learned this from researcher BJ Fogg, who talks about tiny habits, and it's a recipe. And it uh, goes like this, before or after I blank, I will do blank because it will make me feel blank. So okay. uh, maybe you have a tendency to go from meeting to meeting to meeting without breaks. Um, so, you know, your recipe. Who would like possibly this. do that? I know, right? <laughs> Who would possibly do that? And so, so this might not apply to you, but if it does, great. <laughs> uh, but it could be, you know, uh, after I finish uh, a long meeting, I would take 10 minutes and stretch or 10 minutes and and play with my dog or, you know, whatever, insert any sort of playful activity that appeals to you. Uh, and then this is the big thing, uh, because it will make me feel blank. Let yourself know what is your intended, you know, feeling from that, like, you know, because yeah. I, you know, it will make me feel uh, rejuvenated or because I deserve it, you know, you do deserve it. Yeah. And then, you know, that is your recipe. And then um, the goal is, after you do it, um, do some sort of celebration. And I'm not saying go give yourself a spa day, but like it could be like do a, do a little dance or something. The celebration is yeah. important um, because it gives you dopamine, um, which is that neurochemical that is going to make you want to do more of it. I appreciate the the recipe also for 
potentially giving the language that you might share, use to share it with other people, where you might say, hey, we're just ending this Zoom meeting. I need 10 minutes because I need to go do this because I know it will make me feel better in this way. There you go. Love it. You know what? Real quick, another pro tip. If you have a uh, challenge, like if you feel like this is going to be challenging for you to, um, to adhere to by just having the recipe, put it in your calendar. Just, <laughs> just go put a 10-minute block. No one's going – like if, if someone's like, hey, where were you the last 10 minutes? Just, I was in a meeting. It's in your calendar. I was meeting with myself, but nobody needs to know that. Nobody needs to know that. I was in a meeting. Hey, I'm back. There we go. I love that tip. As Dr. Stuart Brown describes, we each have our own play history and play personality. We each have a different way we experience play. So it makes a lot of sense to define it for yourself in order to do it. Go ahead now. Write your recipe for a play break. If you're feeling bold, post it and tag me on LinkedIn. Thank you for listening to the Lead with a Dash of Play podcast. Reza Zaidi and Joanna Stevens created and provided the beautifully playful and reflective music you hear in this podcast. The song is titled Holding Rain.